With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the Bogey Golf Podcast, the podcast that's dedicated to the average golfer, the podcast that helps you have more fun on the golf course. We're your host. I'm the sensual Larry B. Pro-Am PC. EB. You can't be EB. There's already an EB. But he was an EB first. No, he Every wasn't. time... Every time you have to criticize my introduction every time, but I couldn't keep up with you guys. Well, that's that stick. That stick. We do criticize it every time. Yeah, but well, well, that stick. Your the, introduction sucks every time. And I got to criticize it. No, but your two intros were just too good. You had the the great voice going, and he's got a good story going. So I got nothing right now. And, and you can't even be called Ethereum Evan anymore because you told us you bailed and you're not rich. That's right. I bailed out too early. What about that Shibu Ibu shit, though? Huh? No, I'm not in that one. That one's no good. I'm in it. I'm in it big time. I own about 40 million shares, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do with that 12 bucks when you get it back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's worth the exact same it was when I bought it. Is it really? Yeah, it's just I bought like, a, I think, $150 worth. It's now worth $149. At one point, it was worth... Two hundred and twenty-five, and then it was worth, I think, less than a hundred. <laughs> it's just whatever. If it gets it's to worth a, a free. Per- if it gets to a penny a share, I'm unloading it. Okay. Do you know that if it gets to a penny a share, there would have to be like every dollar in the whole world would have to go into it. What are you talking about? Like the market cap rate would have to be like a hundred trillion for it to be worth one cent. Like that's how many coins there are well there's a lot of coins yeah Evan, his simple mind just exploded like, i know yeah 
like he gets confused on fucking quesadilla day at it's work the same and you thing. just and it's you the, just brought market cap at him come on it's the same thing with dogecoin they make five million or billion more a year the only one that's actually limited is bitcoin which is probably why that's the one that <laughs> yeah maybe that's the way exactly that's it has the most use hey i bought bitcoin at twenty nine thousand, buddy good work I so see. that hundred fifty, that hundred fifty is worth three hundred now. I, I didn't buy enough of it. Don't worry, it'll be back down there again at some point. I know. Um, do the intro. Who do we work? Who do, who are we sponsored? Oh, we, we have a couple different by? sponsors today. I got to actually make a phone call on air for our our sponsor for this episode. Um, well, anyway, hang on, time out. Did, was the text true that we really have Spanish COVID commercials now? That's what he said. But I had Lincoln and DirecTV commercials, so I think it's is it. Is it because you're classier? Is it targeted advertising? I think it is targeted advertising, and I think that the guy who texted us is probably doing a lot of uh, Spanish porn. porn searching. And well, 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 I do too, but mine all come up in English. <laughs> is that why mine was read to me by a transgender athlete? Yeah, because that's what you're into. <laughs> it uses my porn profile to target me with advertising. I like chicks with dicks. <laughs> Why does this guy Google Caitlyn Jenner so often? <laughs> I just want a banger. Uh, today is National Pronoun Day. It is? Mm-hmm. I learned that. And um, we are proud Do to be get, part. Our, bank, our bank's closed. Can I get a vacation day for <laughs> National Pronoun Day now? I think, I think you're on a vacation day, buddy. Um, Maybe. <laughs> we're proud to be a part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Bellyupsports.com. We're there for all your great content needs, baseball playoffs. Patchy wants to play fetch right now. Um, what else? Basketball started. And hockey. So I was just at a, at a sports bar. And this is going to be inappropriate content, but there was a, a very attractive young lady who was wearing all Atlanta Braves gear. And she was prepped for the game tonight. And we asked her about, the team, blah, 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 thinking she might have been like a, just a random, I'm dressed in this because I work at a sports bar. She was like, yeah, well, last night, Charlie started out a little slow, but then he got it going for like six innings. Then we brought this guy in, and he did fine. And then our fucking shitty closer comes in and blows the game. And she's like, but it's all right. Like tonight, like the game's 8-8, and all we got to do is take one in L.A. and come back and just wrap it up, and everything will be fine. And like after she walked away, I just looked to the guys I was with, I was like, that might be the hottest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and she came back. I'm like, wow, you're legit. She's like, yeah, my dog's name's Maddox. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, you are. Like... Yeah, it was it was fun. But um, So baseball playoffs make me – I got a little bit excited about the Tigers this year, but baseball playoffs are a different animal. They're not hockey playoffs where I'll go from not watching a game all year to watching. But baseball playoffs are – borderline must-see TV. Uh, I'm now just watching the highlights because the games take too long and they start too late. I'm an old crotchety man. And Evan I mean, just thinks baseball is the worst game of all time. I mean, I've been watching the Hill. Evan, what do there. you hate worse, baseball or golf course designers? Definitely golf course designers. Not even Comer- Comerica Park or Pebble Beach, which is more of a goat track. Ooh, that's tough because I feel like Comerica has got to be like one of the worst ballparks in the league, right? I Literally nothing. So. It is nothing. What is, what is one good thing about it? Well, it has a Ferris wheel. 
So the one good thing is the thing that's not even a part of it. Well, it's kind of like Pebble. It has the ocean. That's yeah, it. It's like like if, thing if, that's no, if no Ferris wheel, it's nothing. Yeah, I would say the <laughs> flag is in play, but not anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, it, the games are very slow, and this one AM getting done with, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how you scheduled. You have two games on. I don't, I don't know why they're on at the same time. I don't get that either. Well, it's because of time not, zones. What do time zones have to do with this? Exactly. I mean, you have one game in like the third inning and one game in the ninth inning. Why would anybody watch the game in the third inning? That didn't make any sense to me. Because if that's your teams. I mean, the NCAA tournament does it, and you love that. No, but they purposely stagger the game, so they kind of like, you can well, always ass- end, right? The bad part is they assume they're going to be three hours. That's where they fuck up. Yeah, like, the- like, the like team plays almost all their games at the same time. Well, not the playoffs, though. Yeah, but they assume the games are going to be three hours, and the games are five hours. How are they always like that far off? We know it's like not even right. Right, you realistic. know it's going to be five hours. That brings me back to the old vibes when like CBS schedules like a one o'clock basketball game, college basketball, with like Tory Pines set to start at three. Ooh, wait, we have to go to golf coverage. Larry, finish the reads, and then we're going golf coverage. Like, yeah, that's going to work. Like, college basketball is going to get done in two hours, especially when the game starts like one fifteen, right? It's going to it's going to be done in an hour and forty five minutes here, and then golf fans are watching while some team fouls ten points down and are just like, "Come on with this, right?" Yeah. Or you can watch a Champions Tour playoff on Ricky and Rory. Or, but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. LD, do our ads. All right. We're proud to be part of. I did that already, right? Yep. That one's good. All right. Monkey Knife Fight. Go there. Use the promo code BOGEY, all caps, and they will match your first deposit up to $50. How many Shibu Emus is that? Uh, about two million, I think. <laughs> At least a more million. Like and two, half. More like two hundred trillion. All right, you said something about coverage. So, I know you were off celebrating the Jimmy's fortieth and the sister-in-law's fortieth, so you weren't able to watch golf on Saturday or on Sunday. It was not. But you want to hear something awesome? Yeah. Neither nope. were we. Yeah. Wait, what? No, like, there was no golf. It wasn't on, I don't know, MLB Network? Golf. It wasn't on Golf Channel. It wasn't on NBC. So, so Golf Channel, we had Champions Tour playoff going, which now that I'm a member of the Champions Tour with my silver fox hair, they just thought I was one of the guys playing. Um, but we had Champions Tour playoff. We had NASCAR, and then Evan brought up a great point. Like, why not throw it on CNBC or something? Nope. We had, like, Shark Tank reruns there. And then on the PGA Tour app, nope. And then GolfChannel.com, nope. NBC Sports Gold, which I pay for to watch golf, nope. So you have Ricky and Rory. Wait, let me, let me give you the leaderboard at this time frame. I took a screenshot of it. Morikawa, Fowler, McElroy, three-way tie. All on the and, back nine. All on the back nine. Gooch, and, one back. M, Wise, Screb, two back. Simpson, Woodland, Scott, Hatton, Answer, three back. And you could and not watch. What? Nope. For how long could you not watch? 
the entire like, none of it was on. Forty-five minutes into the three-hour broadcast window. Yep, and none of it was on before that. Yeah. So, so when it picked were, up, where nope. where were the guys? Like eleven or twelve, something like that. Yeah. So you missed almost their entire round. Yeah. That's so I, this is this is the most interesting thing. How can that happen? No, well, let me just say this because I don't know a lot, if a lot of people know this. So I just happened to have my computer on Golf Channel. While I was watching my television, and they did like a replay, and they started the replay when they were on like the seventh hole. So like they somehow had that ready. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. So like when you, if you wanted to watch a replay, you could have watched the whole thing. I mean, wouldn't you think you move the Champions Tour playoff to who was in it? Who was in the Champions Tour playoff? Big Lee Jansen and was it Miguel? Yeah, Miguel. So it wasn't it it wasn't Phil and uh, Bernie or something going down, or John Phil Bernie and John Daly yeah. three way playoff going yeah. on. And then, and then when they went to not only did they go to the playoff, Larry, after the playoff was over, <laughs> they then showed replays, then interviewed Lee Jansen, who was riveting, and then finally they said, "Oh, and now we're going to kick it out to Las Vegas." Well, wait, you forgot about the Charles Schwab Cup standings, and then like that uh, that like video package too, right? Yes, and then of course multiple commercials. <laughs> yes, you did. Then they flew. Then, they flew Lee Jansen down to Butler Cabin to interview him there. We had to wait while he was in the air. And then they crammed extra commercials into the six holes we got to watch. <laughs> well, they had to make up for him. They had to make up for him. That's absolutely yeah, incredible. Was, I thought you guys were lying. No, you couldn't watch it. And being honest, why wouldn't the Champions football? Tour go to uh, the app or? Something in in real golf. Why couldn't, why couldn't anything have gone to the app? Why couldn't there have been options to watch? There's only there's not enough channels on TV. Have you ever noticed that? There's, there's like going not nine hundred and forty of them. I I don't know how they don't find one. Remember the old days when there was like four? I mean, that's I guess the nine hundred. They still not any more. <laughs> Put it on Peacock. I would have paid. I would have paid to watch Peacock that afternoon. You would have got me to be a Peacock subscriber too. Yeah, I have that. Like it was. It was awful. Like it was, I was so angry too. And normally on football Sundays, I don't care. But like, I golfed that morning, and I was pumped. I'm like, "Cool, football will be on. I'm gonna set up another TV." Like the the Ricky Rory story was a good story. Like they like both, such a great I thought course. you said it was Saturday. This was Sunday. Yes, this is this the final, final round. Round coverage. I thought you said Saturday. No, this is the final round. Like we saw the last six holes. I mean, wow. the thing is. The thing is, like you said, they're probably not getting a ton of people tuning in because football, right? But you're thinking at least a decent amount of people might see the names and go, wait, this is an amazing course. I'm going to check it out. All right, well, they didn't stay tuned very long because they probably didn't find it. Yep, and then they're gone. Like, once yep. you can't find it, you're gone. Like, I yep. actually put an effort to try to find it, and that's when I got really pissed. Like, once I put effort in and still couldn't find it. Once again, they're hiding their product. It's easier to, I don't know. They're yeah, honestly, was, there's like, so many things easier than watching golf. I know we got a busy show, but like at one point in some of these slower months, like I think I'll do like a deep dive into like what they actually do and like how bad they are. I mean, it's it's pretty disgusting sometimes. Some of the stuff that goes on. Am I allowed to say I dislike Trevor Immelman too, and I prefer if he was never on a broadcast again? 
you're allowed to say that, but it's all about the world tour now. We need all these like different voices from around the world. That's like the goal now. I don't mind that. I just don't like him. Yeah, but this, I've I'm been saying, trying to get us to come come down against diversity. Is that what he just did to us? He is. He, yeah. he, he just tried to race. He just tried to race bait. Yeah, he did. No, I stiff arm. I stiff arm. He totally Heisman him. No, my point was only a millennial could do that. But my point is that it doesn't matter what he says or how good or bad he is. He's going to be there because of the way he the way his voice sounds. That's the only reason. It doesn't matter anything else. So why don't they just roll out RuPaul and have her talk with a British accent then, Evan? Is that what we're going for here? Yeah. RuPaul's a guy. Well, right. A transgender. No, like he's not transgender. He's drag. It's he's just... Really? I'm, what are what are, what are are his pronouns on pronoun day? I, lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. I would know. say they and them if I was talking to him, her or him, them, just to make sure <laughs> that I was right. But I'm almost positive that a, I don't think you call a drag queen she. I'll have to. I'll have to ask. I, I got a guy. <laughs> I can ask. <laughs> I, I just don't. I, I just can't believe they do coverage. I just. I just don't. I don't get it. Do you watch football ever, Evan, or no? Yeah, I do. Because if you want to talk about bad announcing, you heard Akib Talib do a game. It's the worst. He I kind of is I, he's I, the absolute worst not football announcer. He is the worst person I've ever heard speak. Yeah, you know, I noticed even watching some college games and some pro games, where are they like getting these people? They're actually like they don't even like know what they're saying. I, I sometimes think. Like I'm like no, they're game? not watching the game. At, well, like one time I was watching, I was like watching with some other guy and I was like, are these people like high while they're talking? Like what do you mean, like, that's this play? I'm like, that's not, that, that didn't happen. I don't even know anything about football, and I can see that it didn't happen. Well, Tony Romo can't call, Tony Romo can't call every game. Tony Romo sucks. I'm watching the, the game. He's getting the score wrong, the down and distance wrong. He did, he did get the score wrong. Like, twice. four or five times. He's saying the team won the game when they haven't even kicked the field goal to tie it yet. I mean, he and was he got, so bad. He, he got the down wrong on like a very important play. Yeah. Like, well, third down, they got two chances, and like the TV says fourth and one. Yeah. <laughs> like he had he had no idea what was going on at the end of that game. No wonder why he never won You're anything. Right. The end of the Spiking game was the an ball absolute on fourth down. Train they got plenty of time to clock this, Jim. No, they don't, Tony. He's like, they need to call timeout. He's like, no, they don't need to call timeout. They need the clock to run, you moron. 
So, like, it's got to be an awkward spot when you're the other guy and you know, and the, you know the other guy's just totally wrong because you can't just be like, you idiot, right? You got to try to be like, but why can't well, they? Actually, normally it's awkward silence. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you're like, know. yeah. And they're like hoping he realizes he's screwed up. Correct yourself. If he just came back with, uh, you know, maybe stop thinking about the uh, corn fairy turn, pay attention to the game here, there, uh, <laughs> Tony. Tony, put your greens book down and yeah. do some scouting. All right, guys, I got to make a phone call. You ready? Who are we calling? We'll see in a minute. Well, listeners, just like the T-shirt shop, we have no idea what's going on here. Oh, should I? Give, with our, I should give that with our that. awesome with our awesome audio. Evan and I are probably won't be able to hear who you're calling, so this is going to go wonderful. <laughs> I can't hear anything either. You know, when I watch NFL games, though, I'm amazed at how bad coaches are at managing the clock. And they, they pay people to have that job, and they're yeah. still horrible. <laughs> like, how many times do you see a game where a team won't move the ball a game, then all of a sudden, last three minutes, everyone's just going straight up and down the field. Like, I'm, your defense was working all game. Why are you changing now? Just going to prevent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drop drop everybody back, and you want 15 yards at a time for the game-winning field goal. It works really good. <laughs> Like works perfect. Never, it never works. And it's like, if anything, you should if you want to give up a score, give it up on the first place. So at least you have you have some time yourself to go back. Right, give it up quick. Yeah, I like to uh, go for the win on fourth and one. When even if you convert it, you don't win. You just get a first down. That was a great call. I think that was the right call. Do you? Yeah. Well, you're an idiot. This is where if we were on announcers, I'd be telling you how dumb you are. No, as as a person who lost. $750 $750 on that, it was the wrong call. You'd have lost it, anyway, though, because it was six, right? I mean, you needed overtime. Not if it goes to overtime and they score a touchdown. But that's then you push, right? I had they don't kick too. the extra point anymore. No, but I had money line, too. Yeah, but I had halvesies. I definitely kind of think. What's up, Larry D? Your defense can't stop. Hang on one second. Tennessee's defense. Why is this not coming through? Could not stop Henry at all. Zero. So if, because they're on the, because they're on the same team, so it's really hard for them to stop him. That's true. You're right. Sorry, <laughs> Buffalo's defense, not Henry at all. So it's, if, if the overtime coin toss goes to Tennessee, game is immediately over. Right there, <laughs> they're just going to give it to Henry nine more times. <laughs> He's just going to go down the field and score. So I feel like you got you want your best player on the field to give. I mean, if you can't get, can you hear us? Foot, don't play if you can't get a half a foot. Right. Right. Hey, can you hear us? What the up, hey, how you doing? He's talking to someone else. I'm excellent. Radio for one. Can you hear him or no? No. You guys can't I hear, can him? hear him? Yes, I can. Nope. No. Yeah, I can hear him. He can hear I you. Think, I, I feel like Larry's kind of sad right now that we can't hear him. Yeah, I got a listener on. You guys can't hear him, though. Hang on. Let me call you back from my phone. Hang on. I'll call you right back. All right, brother. <laughs> Would you call him from the first fucking time? I called him on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. That's a thing. You can do that. This what? is going smooth. Yeah, why don't you just put it on speakerphone? Why don't you shut up, both of you? <laughs> this might have been a better idea to test before. <laughs> he's not happy with you on that one. He just shot you the side eye. Like that was... He's got the awkward silence thing going on. <laughs> you might have actually heard him a little bit there. I fucking hate both of you. How about that? How about I'm trying to surprise you with the, it's going with the great. thing, and it's not working. 
Can you guys hear that ringing or no? No. Why the fuck does everything suck? Everything sucks. <laughs> That's like Larry's going to throw me a surprise party, but he's going to go to a different house. <laughs> There's this like great, great idea, but I don't even know about it. I mean, we're only two years into doing this with our new audio board. <laughs> Do you know how much Ethereum we could have bought with the monkey knife fight money instead of that fucking board? We'd be Dude, rich. I right hate now. both of you guys so much. We'd have a studio. Can you hear me? <laughs> That's better, man. We call yeah. it. No, oh my god, we got it. Oh, it's working. It's working. It's I working. did it all through the phone or through the computer. Oh, you mean you mean it's through Evan? Is that what it? I don't know what the hell it's through. It's just I'll working. The top of Evan's head. I yeah, see yeah that's what he does. He's eating dinner. What's up, Evan? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Hey, what's up, man? Great. Uh, what's up, Uncle Pat? <laughs> How you doing, man? All right. So the reason, and I don't even know you. I only know your your name for uh, on Instagram. It's actually Craig. Craig. So the yeah. reason the reason Craig is on is because he found a Sung JM hat and bought it and then sent it to me. So. He said, would you give me a shout-out? And I said, a shout-out? You can be on the fucking podcast if you're going to oh, send me yeah. a, a Sun J.M. Yeah. hat. It, it will be at my house this weekend, and I'll send it out first thing Monday morning. Awesome. So Great. how long you have you been listening, too early. He would have gave up so much more for that. Yes. Nah, he, he, uh, I'm sure I'm sure Larry D. will be sitting there like Billy Baru, just rubbing his head, just wandling himself to that hat when he gets sure. it. For, For sure. I'm definitely going to pleasure myself wearing the hat. There's, oh, there's Billy, no Billy, way around. Billy, Billy, Billy. <laughs> Poor Craig's going to get a video of it. He's going to be minding his own business like on a Saturday night, and you're going to DM him a picture. Just Please, a fat guy pulling on Taffy. You will get kicked off. <laughs> so how long have you been listening, Craig? Um, Probably close to a year. How'd you find us? I really don't know. <laughs> I listen to a lot of the other podcasts, but you guys are my favorite because, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, roughly to say there's some racial humor that, and I'm I'm not, like I said, I'm not right wing, left wing. I just like to listen to good stuff. Awesome. <laughs> we appreciate it. I love it. I love you guys are just like the way I am. Well, on my personality, you guys are just just like me. That's awesome. Except well, for the, I know how to use a gas can and so my. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Kansas, right? Northwest Kansas, man. I'm a, I, we get a little dog track here, but we play all the time. That's awesome. What time zone are you in? Central. Is are you close to Mountain? Uh, it's an hour away. But when you get there, it's like you didn't take any time time at all. (laughs) Well, Larry, you don't know time zone, so you just have to. You just tell him where you're at, and he might guess at some time. He just, I said, I don't. How am I going to figure out Kansas? And he just said, same as Chicago. Like I can figure that out. It's Chicago time zone. So, and I still have no idea. I just told him I was calling him at nine. (laughs) So wait, Craig. Craig, In the last, in the last couple, you were calling at nine, and you were an hour early, so you were still off. Yeah, you said nine, and I'm like, it's not nine. That is an hour off. 
What in the actual fuck? Did you think I really was going to be able to figure out what time it was there? <laughs> it's nine here. Well, after your story about you shitting your pants the other day, <laughs> I don't expect anything less. <laughs> Craig, what's, rank, rank your favorite stories in order. Time zones, gas cans, pants shitting. Uh, gas can. Definitely first. <laughs> okay, I have a cold beer right here in my hand. And I would rather fill that up with gas than a fucking styrofoam cup. I think an aluminum pan would work. Uh, okay, tell him that. <laughs> okay, uh, Larry D, you're going to be the only person on the Symmetra Tour with EB's bag with a pair of Fruit of the Loom underpants and tidy wipes in her bag going through checkpoints. <laughs> Explain that one to the golf people. While wearing a CJ Logistics hat. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes on the course, I shit myself. I gotta be ready. What? Oh, my God, guys. So yesterday, I'm having, or Monday, I'm having dinner at my mom's house. Look at the gas can. Oh, Evan, there you go, buddy. Why is that in your house? It's on my it's on my porch. I just oh. brought it in for the light. Uh, he, he, he's had it in the whole time. He's probably drinking orange juice out of it. I think he is. He's not. Yeah. Fucking Florida he, people. He drinks out of gas cans and puts gas into uh I'm drinking pineapple. I'm drinking pineapple out of it. Where the hell did where the hell did Uncle Pat go? All I see is this yellow ass wall. Uncle Pat's in a sweet uh hotel because he was just playing in a pro am. Oh my god. He's a very classy individual. He's skinnier than I thought he was. He's been Thanks. he's been losing weight. I've been pelotoning. Man, he's actually skinnier than I thought he was. It, it look, I look skinnier next to Larry, so it helps. <laughs> oh, that's a funny shit, dude. All right, well, thanks for uh, the hat. Thanks for being on. We appreciate it. Wait, thanks for listening. And you you're. Uh, your hat, your hat will be here Friday probably. I'll, I'll get your, I'll get your your you know. Yeah, I'll send it shit. to you. What? Uh, yeah, how did you find it? Because I've been uh, looking. I've actually, well, ironically, I was actually watching the CJ, you know, CJ Cup stuff, and I was just bored, and I was like, I wonder if there's a CJ Cup hat, and there it was right away. It was like the tenth hat down on eBay. Boom. Dude, I've... Larry, that's it. when you say thank you. Use yeah, your fucking manners. You. Yeah, thank and you. And after your podcast last week, you were bitching about the only thing you can't find from a ZJ Cup <laughs> is a fucking hat. And then who would have thought? You typed it in the computer and magically there it was. <laughs> I was like, I was like, God damn, that's some fucking robot shit. He can find that. <laughs> can't find a fucking gas can. But he can find a fucking hat. <laughs> Oh shit! All right. So ne- so next week, Craig and I are starting a podcast. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so this is a lesson to everyone: if you want to be on the podcast, just send us cool shit. <laughs> I need some more shit too. They're going to be some fruit of the looms and some tidy wipes. <laughs> My wife's going to be so happy. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You have a good uh, rest of your day. Man, I'll send it to you, brother. All right, Thanks, cool. brother. Enjoy the beer. Thank you. All right, bye. All right, how about now? Okay, good. We're back. All right, so what did you guys think? Well, first off, you said we were bringing out a new sponsor. So first off, our new sponsor is someone 
as the world knows, you're selfish. So our new sponsor is someone who sent you a fucking hat. (laughs) (laughs) That is that is correct. So you and me and Evan excited thinking you're going to throw some curveball. And now the good thing is the curveball landed because Craig was funny as shit. Dude, first of all, it was a hell of a curveball. That was that was a twelve six baby. That thing <laughs> dropped right off the plate. I so got a hat, our, and he didn't suck because you never was know. That, was that our first live call in? Yes. Okay. I thought maybe you were like bringing on like the GM of Pebble Beach to just like rip me apart for like <laughs> trash talking his course. All surprise, Evan! It's Donald Ross from the grave. Talk about my shitty golf courses. <laughs> so. When I told the gas story a few weeks ago, I didn't think it was like that crazy, but I'm starting to learn my incompetence level from start to finish up that story was just unmatched. What do you mean you're starting to learn that? The entire time you were telling the story, me and me and Uncle Pat kept telling you, you this is the most incompetent <laughs> thing I've ever heard. But it's when it's just you two guys and we you know, we're friends and I'm just thinking these guys are just kinda Add to my it. balls a little bit. Yeah, add to it. But now total strangers are coming up to me and saying, you idiot. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my, my favorite part of the interview with Craig, though, is unpacking my shit because I have a flight in the morning. And he goes, where the fuck's Uncle Pat? All I see is a yellow wall. <laughs> and then he tells me I'm less fat than I look like in pictures. That made me feel good. Craig it's is better definitely than, the man. It's better than being called. Boy, you're fatter than I thought. You'd be. <laughs> Fuck, man, you're huge. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Craig is definitely the man, and that was awesome. That was awesome. Well done, Larry. <laughs> you, right. you, will not, you, you lost your producer of the year, Grammy, but good job on talent recruitment. I am. This is what I vow to you. Much like Evan making videos for Instagram, I will watch the videos and figure out what, what has happened to this thing and why the sounds are not coming through because it's pretty aggravating. Evan and I enjoy the the dark humor of when you fuck things up and we just get to sit there and laugh out loud. <laughs> so we, we, we do enjoy that when it's just us. The only thing I will say that the listeners miss out on is the facial expressions. The eyes start to get a little bit, uh, how's the word I'm looking for? Just You can just tell the frustration is just, it's just mounting. It's just getting to another level. He knows he's reaching that end of the road, that road moment. Sometimes after the podcast, I have such a headache from, like, my stress level just. One of these days, he's just going to totally melt down on here. 
And that's well, I, I, I just wish it would still record our side conversations of you and I laughing uncontrollably at him while he's just screaming in his basement. <laughs> There's going to be a couple knocks on his doors. Everybody, all right? And there we heard some loud yells. <laughs> we heard a girl crying in the. <laughs> All right, let's get this thing back on the track. So we've got our we, we've got can, our can you quote tell unquote me, our sponsors covered now. So would we have to go sponsor. all the way back to the beginning of the first episode we ever did to get it back on the tracks? Yes, I mean this so thing, never, this thing never fell off back the, on the tracks, tracks real quick. That's we need a new infrastructure bill for the tracks to support <laughs> yeah, this podcast. Three three to five trill <laughs> to get this thing back on the tracks. <laughs> all right, so. Oh, yeah, Uncle Pat, you played in the Sweet Pro-Am. I need to know all. I have so many questions about it. I need to know all about it. Okay, so do you want to do it as an interview? You want me to interview you? Well, I mean, I mean, what are your what are your sweet questions? Before I just start battling, like, ask me what's interesting to you. What, like, what do you want to know? Well, let's set the stage because people don't know what you're talking about. All right, so I currently am in a hotel room in Richmond, Virginia, yeah. which is a pretty, pretty cool town. I, I didn't know it, never been to Richmond before. Very nice. Lots yeah. of colleges, a couple is colleges this, in town. Is this one of those cities where, like, there's fine people on both sides? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Town. Similar yeah. to town like that. Okay. Just question. Yeah. 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 Just, 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 just a good town. The good people of Virginia. Um, so it came in yesterday, Monday night. Um, played golf yesterday at one of the courses at Country Club of Virginia, which was a really nice course. And the reason I joked about Donald Ross is – it was proof that you don't have to have distance for a golf course to be hard. We played it from the we played it from the tips of sixty three hundred yards, and it was one of the hardest golf courses I've ever played because it was Donald Ross just being an asshole. Like every green was elevated, every green had a false front, every green had bunkers on both sides. Like it was. What was the green sizes? Were they pretty big or small? No, they were like the size of a fucking car hood. Yeah, okay. so it was real Donald Ross. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and the false front. So that's twenty percent of the green that's just gone right there. Right. So they were elevated with frost. Frost. Ah, that's a tough word for me. False fronts, and it was it was really really hard. Great course, like great conditions, really cool layout, but just really hard. And then today, so Country Club Virginia has three courses, and then today we played kind of I would call it their their kind of premier course, which was the James River course. That's where the pro am was. That's where the the tourney is this weekend for the champions. Um, and in terms of an experience, 10 out of 10. And then in terms of just this course as a golf course, 10 out of 10. Just a great track. Even a golf course prick like you would like it, Evan. Okay. No, you wouldn't. I like those Donald Ross old school courses because I think it just makes you just hit the shot. If you hit the shot, it's good. If you don't hit the shot, it's bad. I don't like this trickery like, oh, well, you, you, you should be – tricked up with angles and i don't buy into that that's why i'm a big fan of of, of western because it just tells you exactly what you're supposed to do on yeah the there's you're no supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that that's not that easy to do i mean you just got to step up and do it but it's not like well if you actually hit it over here it might actually be better even though that's a worse line to take you know it's just that's i don't buy that so pat when you get there like for the actual start of the pro-am how does it work like how do you find out who you're playing with okay so last night there so first off champions tour they do pro-ams for two days so there's a wednesday pro-am and a thursday oh yeah because it's only three 
three days. Three yes. day tournament. So, but what they do is they they're all tied to charities. All pro ams are tied to charities, and and this one is very tied to charities in the Richmond area. So last night we went to the pairings party. Now I guess pre COVID this was done in like a giant. Think like invitational type dinners, Larry, like inside people everywhere. But so with COVID, they did it outside. So they did it in the main pavilion around the 18th green. So picture when you're at a tournament, the big pavilions, they're normally suites. They kept this one open and that's where they had the pro-am pairings party at. So it was cocktails, kind of a, a strolling dinner. And then about an hour in, they just start announcing the pairings. So we were hoping to be later in the day. We knew we were Wednesday because the the group that hosted us, we were a Wednesday pairing. So we knew we were going to be Wednesday, but we were kind of hoping for later in the day because the weather was perfect today, but it was in the the low 50s first thing in the morning, then got up to like 75 midday. So like the 720 tea times would have been the sun coming up and pretty chilly still. So just really quick, when they're announcing names, do they say all oh, your names and the pro's name, or do they say like your team number? Or? Correct. So they say team number, blah, blah, blah. And then they say playing with, and then the pro pops up on the TV kind of. So then it gives you a little bio of your pro, like how many wins he's had, where he's from, blah, blah, blah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So like last night. So you knew, our, did you know that Phil was Thursday or? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Correct. So you knew you couldn't get Phil. Well, and we knew allegedly that all these things are just people are just paired up. Like, so this is the dominion energy yeah, the CEO, championship, the CEO of dominion. Yeah. Who did Phil get paired with first yeah. thing Thursday morning? Yeah. yeah. The CEO of dominion, the CEO yeah. of another Richmond company and the CEO of another Richmond company. So it's not yeah. a blind draw. That's a lie. Correct. And I, I, there's this thing called the internet where you can find like hats that have logos on them and stuff. So I just kind of did some Googling once I got the, once I got the list of people and the big guys are with who they should be with big local corporations, stuff like that. So they're, everybody ends up kind of where they were. So when we, when our guy popped up, it was Gene Sowers and everyone's kind of like, and I'm not saying it's being asked, but you get a little deflated because you're thinking like, yeah, because right, you like thought John, it was the waiter and you found out it's the guy you're playing with. Well, you're like, all right, John Daly's still out there. Like, like there's people that, well, like, probably, you know, at least probably half the guys that are playing in this event. Well, what's funny is you, and you were like, I don't really know this guy, right? You might know half of them, but 
like there was a lot that were like holy shit. Like, I know four or five of them. No, you would know more than that. Yeah, come on. You would you would know more than that. Um well, I know Dickie Pride cuz he shit his pants. So so I was hoping for Dickie so the two I was hoping for. So if you remove the big guys, I wanted Dickie Pride because he shit his pants or Stephen Ames cuz he got murdered in the golf tournament. And I I even I even told the guys we were playing with him, look, if we get Stephen Ames, there's I'm bringing it up. Like yeah, but, it's going to be the elephant in the is, room. This but is that the, shit is coming up. This is actually why I somewhat feel bad for Stephen Ames. Did he deserve it? Probably. But everywhere he's gone since then, that's everywhere. I mean, I can't imagine being basically the worst thing that could have happened to you in your professional career is brought up to you every day of the rest of every your life. Every fucking day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what well, well, would be great like when you get to 11, like we, we're going to play this one. <laughs> Steve, are you done, or are we yeah. keep going? <laughs> oh my god! Have you been closed out by now, or what? Are, what are we doing here? So, but that, and then so then we came back to the hotel, and everyone's like, you're still pumped up because it's. I mean, you're playing with the stands there with the ropes, like, and with. I mean, Evan's experience this experience this tour, but like, we had spotters out there. So yes. like multiple times, I walked up, and like my ball had a little flag next to it. Like, Do you think the way you felt when you got? Uh... Who the hell did you get, Bruce Smith? Gene Sowers. Gene Sowers is the way anyone felt on the McKenzie Tour when they got Evan Bowser. No, because I think I think it's similar though. So I think well, no, like, it's not like people are like I get the Canadian Tour rock star. Like everybody's Evan Bowser. Yeah, yeah but that's the, true. But like the, then the, your the, then your pro shows up late, no glove, no practice. <laughs> And the other starts, thing, talk, starts talking about Ethereum in 2018. <laughs> the other thing, too, is um, I'm from U.S., and all these people are from Canada. So it's like they almost like they almost I'm not going to say they don't like you, but they're borderline like they would rather see more Canadians. Well, the flying. Canadians, they have to like everything. Right. Who brought this fucking foreigner? Yeah, that's kind of the mentality. You, I mean, I'm not saying they you say this guy's up here stealing all our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm sure they probably they're protesting Evan on the first team. Go back to America. <laughs> I'm sure they're probably just like you guys. They probably googled and you know what's going on. Who is this guy and how's he yeah, playing? No, like, this is the greatest player in the history of Oakland University, the home of Brian Stewart. Like we we're excited to play with this guy. Everyone kind of <laughs> probably like, oh, his sister's know. a golfer too. <laughs> Everyone always kind of wants to know like how they're playing this year. That's kind of like a thing that is immediate, and I'm sure you look that up too. I Google how much Gene made this year right away. Yeah, first thing, I, first thing I Googled. How, how is he playing this year, right? That's kind of the yeah. thing. Well, with, with this being playoffs, so the one thing was, like, all these guys here are playing well this year because you, you had to make it here. So Gene this, was – This is the Gene, first leg of the playoffs. Yeah, so Gene's 33rd on the money list right now. So he has to – he should be able to make next week, no problem. But then the week after that, top 36 make it. So he's kind of – on, that on the bubble of making the final yeah. one, so he's okay. he's got to play good golf the next this week and next week to make sure he makes it to the Charles Schwab Championship. So, yeah. what time was your tee time? Is it shotgun? Is it no tee times off one and ten? So we were the eight thirty five tee time off of ten. And for those and, listening, that's a pretty standard thing. That's not because of COVID. Yeah, and. What's cool is, and this is where it's so funny, like, you you, you want to name who you recognize. 
So like when we're, so Chris DeMarco is in the group in front of us. Like, oh, cool, Chris DeMarco. And then, but right away, Gene comes over and introduces himself to us. His caddy, Angel, comes over and introduces himself to us. Like right away, just like the vibe is good. So you're like, okay, we didn't know who this guy was, but very friendly Southern guy from Savannah. And it just got to a good vibe. But on the first tee, they're like now teeing off on the 10th tee. Mr. Gene Sowers, a little clap, blah, blah, blah. He he smokes one, and then they announce us teeing off. Oh, really? And like, yeah. And I mean, like, when you walk up, you walk into like the tent on the first tee, and there's like fucking snacks and bananas and teas and cards. And Is there like, like fans too? No, they're pe- but people. Okay. So I, I wouldn't define it as fans, but yeah. there's people. There's. There's a lot of workers. Like, it's set up like a full-blown, like, there's people on every tee. There's people, not like along the ropes monitoring fans, but there's spotters and... Volunteer, like was, and volunteers and things a like that. A, a lot of volunteers. Yeah. Are you in so, golf carts, or you have caddies, or what? Caddies. So, part of the, the pro-am, which is cool, is so the, the company that was hosting us, they were our caddies. So, the guy who I do business with was my caddy. Oh, Cool. Yeah, so you're allowed, as a pro-am player, you're allowed to bring your own caddy. But kind of our deal with them is, like, they brought two of us, so myself and one of our one of my bosses, and then they're my business partner and the guy who runs their company. That was kind of two of our four. So all four caddies were people who worked for their business, and they brought four of their customers. Very cool. Yeah, so. So who's caddying the, for Gene? Gene's real caddy on hell. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is there yeah. any carts on the course then, or no? Just a just the type of just the normal carts you see running around a golf tournament. Okay, so, I always thought on champions they take carts in the competition. There was no no players in carts. Okay. Did that's um I, was there a rules official available if needed? No, but we had an official scorer walking with our group who kept score in the pro am. And then all of the leaderboards showed where you were standing in the pro-am. So every time you approached a leaderboard, you could see it flash your team's name and give you the standing. So, and he did make sure like ball and hole. And then, and what's cool is it was one ball counts, but it was full handicap. So like I got 14 strokes. So before every hole, he'd be like, all right, on this hole, these guys are popping. So the first time, you played, and there was like actually like a big scoreboard like that. No, I've I got to play the players the day after. But like I'm saying, not like a scoreboard, and it has your scores on it. Yes, for sure. So when they tell you these tour guys tell you, oh yeah, I don't look at the leaderboards. Bullshit. Yeah. Right. Right. Every every right. time I saw one, that I just stared at it until it said our name. I mean, obviously, that's you because you're kind of in. Like, I don't see how you play and you don't notice it. Yeah, I, yeah, so I don't. I, I don't get that. But I, I had well, that's some because you're jitters. in your golf cart scanning for what other people are shooting. <laughs> so, on the first tee, I tried to. I said to myself, "Just hit a smooth one," but then, of course, you get a little, get a little jumpy, and I. I pounded a a pull draw that ended up about. What's the difference between a pull draw and a snap hook? Pull draws go farther. Okay. Uh, and I ended up still in bounds, but about six feet from the back of someone's car. 
So like down like we're like like maintenance parking kind of type stuff. <laughs> this is your first shot. You're first, the first first shot of the first shot the of the day. Lot. <laughs> and I'm like eight feet away from here in a shatter. Gene's like, like, dear God, this is going to be a long time. Well, like, when I hit it, I go, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I could tell I hooked it. and But, like, get over it, chip out, get it on the green. Now, what was what was interesting is on the putting green, and, I mean, my club has fast greens. Like, I love fast greens. I was hitting a couple five-footers, and, like, they were really fast. So we get to the first tee, and the person's like, yeah, they're rolling at a 13.5 today. And I kind of looked at him, and he's like, no, they're really rolling at a 13.5 today. They just had to stimp out. Yeah, because people say, oh, these greens are 13s, but, like, that's not. That's, that's the downhill crazy fast putt, yeah. Like, these were these were stupid fast. But, like, I loved them because they were so pure. I mean, you, you hit your line, and your putt is going to go there. So, like. Kudos to the Country Club of Virginia because I mean, the course is awesome, anyways. But they definitely made it perfect. And what's weird about like so their rough was slightly different. It was almost like a mix between Michigan and Florida rough. So it was a little gnarly, but it wasn't like full Florida like drop all the way to the bottom of it rough. But it would get kind of nestled down. Okay. So it was. I don't know if it was a different type of Bermuda, but it would it would kind of like get nestled down for it was kind of. It was hard to get it out of the rough. You had to kind of chop it out. So one thing to comment on the greens. Think about that. That's what they put on every single week all year. Well, that's what the, the most impressive part about Gene was, A, he was insanely, like, just straight. Like, But he hit it pretty far still, too, but just straight. And then the putting was ridiculous. Like, yeah. every, putt, every putt missed by an inch or two. Like, it wasn't like he was missing by a cup. And then as we were putting – him and his caddy were just kind of putting around the green. So they were using it as as work as well. While still being engaged, like if you asked either one of them for a read, they'd happily give you a read. But they were also, once we were on the greens, they were working. Yep. Like they were, like, he put a couple tees in greens and like, hitting the tees while we were there. So, yeah, but then. So they're using it was, as a practice round also. Because so, what, he, what he explained to us is hard is if you – if you want to have an actual practice round, you have to be there Monday or Tuesday because Wednesday and Thursday are both full pro am days, morning and afternoon flights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can't even be on the golf course at any point the two days yep. before the tournament. Yep. Wow. So I will say I'm happy for you that you got this, this good pro because. I'm not going to say anybody's name, and I don't really know names, but you hear these stories sometimes be like, they said hi on the first tee, and they didn't say another word to us the whole day. And so I think that's terrible, but that's the way. The guy, the guy who kept score with us, who kept score for us last year, he was with probably, not counting Phil, the guy who's made the most money ever and is playing on the Champions Tour. And he didn't even greet the guys on the first tee and never spoke to them at any point. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, because they're paying this money, and there's without the sponsors, there's no tournament, right, and all that. But yeah, they yeah, have so. obligated no, the play. Aren't there aren't there rules that you have to like? No, there's no rule. What are you gonna say? You have to talk. Well, I mean, why would you be in a pro am if you're just? Well, gonna you be have a to do the pro-am. Not, not if your name rhymes with DJ Ing. Oh, he's just a dick. 
Yeah. You have to be in the you ha- I mean they say you have to be in the pro am so yeah, so what, what I learned there is, so these guys on the Champions Tour, with there being two a week, if you're in the top 10, you only have to do the Thursday one. If you're not in the top 10, you alternate weeks between playing in one or both days. So there was multiple guys in this event that are playing in both today's Pro-Am and tomorrow's Pro-Am. And I was asking our guy about it, and he said, if you don't know the course, he would actually prefer to play it both days. Because you can learn it twice, then yeah, get get to know the course a little better. And you kind of, and I mean, I play practice rounds and pro ams, and like they're two different things. But I definitely feel like in in a pro am, you might not learn as much of the course because you're not going to hit like multiple shots from every spot. But you, because you're putting like a score down, you're kind of actually taking it. I don't want to say more seriously, but it's just you're playing more golf instead of like basically the range on the course. Yeah, so. You know, that can be a good thing for that. And, yeah, you're right, though. Because, you know, it's tough to only see a course once, you know, compared to someone who's seen it more than that. Obviously, disadvantage. Now, do those guys get paid to play in it? I believe so. Okay. I believe they get some some form of compensation for being in it. Um, He was really paying attention to all of us on the greens, though. Like, just to pick up, like, subtlety. So, like, say... Say he had like an eight footer from the front of the pin and someone had like a twenty five footer from back behind it. He wasn't really watching to see exactly what that putt where that putt ended. He was watching to see what it did on its way there. So he didn't care if you hit it ten feet past. He just wanted to see, okay, from back left corner of the green to the middle, the green does this. For what's gonna happen in tournament week, not necessarily he's got a putt on the same line. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So but he was he was just watching to see what the he was very diligent to watch the ball on the green. So what if Gene Sowers is on 18 with like a tie game final round and he's got this putt and he's on your line or something and he goes he off drains it. and I, and he says in the interview, I remember my pro-am group, you know, it just gives you a shout out. That'd be pretty cool. I remember this yeah, I mean, bogey golf podcast guy. He wasn't like, as fat as I thought he would be. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, it was, and then I got, so after the first two holes, I was a little jittery. And then Gene birdied two. So the birdie bottle came out, and we all kind of hit the birdie bottle because our host had a couple birdie bottles with them. Now, does Gene hit the? We offered it. Gene did not hit it. Okay. Gene did not want to hit the birdie bottle. But you did offer it. Well, for sure, to Gene and on Hill. Um, and then I kind of got going a little bit. Like, I... There was a stretch, and Larry, you've seen this tour just kind of come and goes through. Like the driver was just nukes. I mean, like to where it was just locked in for a like a twelve hole stretch, and I got going pretty good. I made two birds, which were which I was stroking on both holes, so I made two net eagles. Nice. Yeah, and it was, and then just a good amount of parts. Like I would think, I think I made two birds and. Six parts, which for me is great. So and then your, what? Your score got used. Yeah, a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, um, and then it was just fun to because what they do. So par is the worst you can score because they want to do that for pace. Like they want people out there shooting like 120. Um, our group was moving pretty good though, so like 
we kind of played it out. But if you were out of the hole, you kind of just took your medicine that you just like picked up and, and just kind of moved on. But the, what I found really interesting is that firm and fast is pretty awesome. Like yep. re- really tight cut fairways that that's why the ladies love me. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. We finished 15 under um, 21 under one, which is pretty hard to do on 18 holes. Um, so there might've been some fuzzy handicaps involved in 21 under on 18 holes. Um, but it was, uh, it was good. We had a, a, a wonderful group of guys. Um, Gene's caddy on hell. I got his number when I'm, when I'm down in Florida, me and on hell are going to play some golf. He's, he's over there. So, so um, when Gene played the round in general, what was your takeaway of like, did he seem like he was like super focused on his round or was he just kind of like hanging out with you guys? Just kind of like, both. So okay. he did an awesome job of game face when I'm hitting a shot. But then like walking up, what I thought was, what I thought he did, which was good is by the time the third hole hit, he had spent time walking down the fairway with each person in our group yeah. and like engaging them. And like with me, like after we shook hands on the first tee, like walking down the, the after we hit the second, the ball on the second tee, it's, Hey man, are those shoes G4? I got a couple pairs at home. They're really comfortable. But like, so he did the sales move of engaging me to get me talking to him. And he did it with all the, with the caddies. And then his caddy was incredibly personable. Like just, so that's where it went from being kind of disappointed to not getting a name that we all knew to like a great experience because he was just a great guy. Yeah, you could get the best player in the field or just one of the best players and they don't even talk to you. And then you're like, that was just a waste of time. Yeah. And what was cool is like he didn't even, like I hit a shitty bunker shot and he gave no tips at any point during the day. And he just like, he's like, just always remember speed, which is what you've said before on the podcast. So obviously I decelled, but he, yeah. that's because he, because he was right next to me as I hit it. Like he was reading the putt as I hit it. And he goes, just always remember speed in bunkers. And like that was it. And no other tips at any point. And he had actually switched to the claw. Like, he was putting with the claw. So I asked him, like, Gene, how have you been putting with the claw? And he kind of talked us through, like, his progression of why he putts with it. And he putts with it because his left hand gets a little shaky on important putts. So, so when he cool. when, when he putted traditional. Because it's so cool to hear a pro say he yes. has weakness. It's yeah. so cool that they find their weakness and then, you know, work through to fix it and then he'll like talk to you about it that's pretty neat yeah what do you think and the guy suffer from the same weakness or old career <laughs> I don't know. well he yeah. had a what's crazy so he you has a douche last had, month you're still a douche <laughs> <laughs> and i'm always and you always gonna be one <laughs> um, he had to take five years off because he had a a horrendous skin disease where he, he took five years completely away from golf when he was on the PGA tour. Holy shit. And then now he's kind of come back. And what's funny is like some of these guys and I mean, this is all public information on Google. Like, so Gene's just a normal guy on the champions tour, 880 grand this year and over 8 million in career earnings on the champions. Tour. That's just crazy. Evan, you just got to get on the champions tour somehow. Get older. I think you just got to do like club pro guy identify as a uh, senior <laughs> citizen. There you Your go. Your pronouns are 
old man. <laughs> fuck this old the old fuck. Yeah. So now, yeah, so no, it was, it if was you awesome. guys win, do you get anything? Yeah, there was there was prizes for the first three places. Golf swag prizes. Really? Like, like what? Like Titleist luggage sets was one of them. Like just uh, travel cases. Like just all golf swag. Like like shit that manufacturers probably provide them to give away. And then I heard that there I heard that there's cash involved for the players. Oh really? That if that if your team wins a pro am, there's there's money involved in that. So your favorite part though. So my favorite part was the experience of playing a golf course with the bleachers and all that stuff up and playing playing a tournament condition golf course. That was my favorite part of it. I like the gene part, but like playing the playing a tournament condition golf course was awesome. Your favorite part would have been when we go in for lunch and Bernie walks in and grabs an ice cream and Miguel Angel Jimenez is making a fucking salad in front of us. And you're sending me, I send you a picture of Bernie and you respond back, no, go take a selfie. Like no one's taking selfies. Like this is a work <laughs> event and you want me taking selfies with, with longer and <laughs> like you're, you would, like you're just a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be hilarious though. That'd be so funny. Everybody with the whole room would just look at you like, no, everybody the in the whole room was waiting for somebody to go up and take a selfie. No, these now, are all Larry, grownups. Larry, these, are, these, these, are, these are adult people here. Like Larry, if you're in that room, are you doing it? Fuck yeah. I'm not even asking. 100%. You're not even asking. You're just going right up. Hey, take a picture. Hey, Bernie. You know, my move now when uh, when I meet famous people is just I ask them. I say, hey. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Do you want to take a picture with me? And then, like, after we take it, I'll be like, do you want me to send that to you so you can show your friends? And then they just look at you like, <laughs> you know, why is this guy think he's important? Is he somebody? <laughs> Here's a little inside baseball for the listeners. Bernie, Bernie's eating lunch at the table next to me. I'm going to get a subtle picture. Fuck subtle. It's a pro-am. And I responded back, here's Bernie getting some ice cream. Guy... You need to be taking fucking selfies. That's right. This is work. <laughs> you didn't respond. You didn't like my response. I probably didn't see it. I was in the bathroom when I typed the first thing. <laughs> I was just happy I made it. <laughs> <laughs> so I want, I want to revisit that for a second too later. But come I was going to say, I was going to say, do you ever see any of these guys and want to ask them any story about something that happened? Now I realize I probably know way too much about some of these guys 
Um, like you're saying, a, like I would ask, like I would want to know, like longer, like like you want two masters. Like tell me about that. Like that's my thing. Oh, for sure. Like, like or I want to be, or I want to. No, be but like, I'm saying hey, if you, if hey, you hey, run hey, into him. Hey Bernie, you made eight million dollars in your 35 years on the PGA Tour. You've made 32 million dollars on the Champions Tour. Do you enjoy beating these fucks every week? Yeah, there you go, right? Something like that. Like, like, Burn, is this an ATM, man? Do you just show up and, like, I'm just going to, I'm going to walk away with somewhere between 50 and 250 grand this week and call it a day and move on to the next site? So, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was awesome. Like, it was obviously the, the perfect scenario would have been being paired with Phil or John Daly or something like that. But, um, see, John Daly would be fun. Phil would probably be fun, right? They say Phil's one of the best. They they claim I've heard that he'll do research, like on each guy, and like he would come up to you and like like he might know about this show. Then, like that's the kind I, of I don't know. I, if I've like, heard I've heard I've heard that Phil <laughs> Phil researches shit talk. Yeah, yeah, and he, t- he t- yeah. That's why they everyone likes him and you know such stuff like that. That's I mean, can cool. you imagine me like hitting a shitty drive and Phil just being like, ugh, <laughs> just. I could see him doing that after, maybe not in the first hole, but in general, right, I could see him right. doing, doesn't want to start it out like that. But yeah, have you have you golfed before? Like, <laughs> like he probably knows the people that are playing with him are pretty nervous. Uh, so he probably doesn't want to just start right. it out like right away. Right. But yeah, like really, your first round's at a pro am. That's cool. That's a new way to try to play. What it, what, <laughs> he, he, he might give you that. Hey, you know that guy Larry who's on the show with you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh. I didn't. Appre- I didn't appreciate the comments about me. <laughs> I want that episode to leave. <laughs> The rocket mortgage, Jeff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, tell him his calves aren't shit. <laughs> hey, he would never say that unless. Well, I guess Phil could be a liar. So, um, so Larry, here's two things you'll like. So, one of our hosts, when Gene's introducing himself, he's like, "Hey, we're on the first scene." He walks around. He's like, "Hey, blah blah blah," and, and he he goes up to the guy. He goes, "Hi, I'm Gene." He goes, "I'm Mr. Williams," <laughs> and he said it with like a straight face. That's and my Gene's man. Like, and Gene's like, "All right, Mr. Williams." And and then on another hole, because um, he he's a member at the course where this where this is being hosted at, and he goes, "Hey, Gene, Phil, Phil last year hit it over those trees and drove the green." And Gene goes, "I'll need to drink a lot more fucking coffee." <laughs> <laughs> so he is a fun guy. Oh, he was great. Yeah, that he was great. He, and I think I just feel I feel bad if somebody like you said those guys from last year. I mean. You pay all that money, and I know that like usually it's a company paying it, but I'm assuming yeah. somebody's paying. Somebody's paying it, and for you to get somebody who doesn't even like talk to you on the first tee, that's pretty shitty. I've heard stories yeah. from guys at the club where like they were playing with a guy and he didn't like pay attention or talk to him the whole round. Then at the end, they had a chance to win, so he was like coming up to like give him the line, and the guy said that he just. You know, hit the ball really hard. Yeah, he did. And yeah. said, now you want to talk to me? <laughs> and so, right. like, missed on purpose, <laughs> which is pretty funny. No I don't way. Know wow. I don't know if it's true or not, but. That is a good I, spray. So, did Gene go, did Gene eat lunch with you guys? Yeah. Well, he actually, he said he, and this was, I believe it was true, because we were, we were kind of tucked inside in a corner, and most people were outside eating. And I guess he walked by and saw us. He goes, oh, shit, guys, I looked for you, and I couldn't find you. And then he stopped and talked to everybody again. And then he actually went and sat down and ate ice cream with Bernie after. 
what is this ice? That's Everyone when you could have got. They had a whole <laughs> cooler there. <laughs> if you put an ice cream cooler out, I, f- I think that's the way you get anybody to come to anything. So then we, so then we walked over, and when we were leaving, that's when I shook Gene's hand, shook Bernie's hand, and wished them both good luck this weekend. You shook it was, Bernie. Yeah, it was Gene, Bernie, and Ken. Ken Duke. Nope. Taka. Ken Tanakawa. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was the three of them eating ice cream. Yeah, but no, it was it was awesome. Like, it, so who do you think is the most? Is do you think out of all the people you saw pros, who is Bernie the most famous? You think I know to us he is, but just in general, Bernie. Like Demarco's pretty famous though for what happened with Tiger. Yeah. Oh. Miguel, I think Miguel's pretty. Like when Miguel walked in, like if there were women there, it would have been like Niagara Falls because he just he just screams. I'm a badass. Like yeah. I can see that dude just destroying stuff on the road. Was there ever a time where, where you were like in the room or whatever, and like somebody walked in and everyone just got like quiet? Did that ever happen? When, when Burn when Burn walked in and started making his salad at the salad bar, everyone everyone was, kind of was like, like watching and putting what does he put on his salad? Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> well, I love this. Well, well, and we were joking around and we we're like, look at him, man, the body's a temple. He's a 65 year old specimen. And then like six minutes later, he walks over to the ice cream cooler and grabs a fucking ice cream. <laughs> I love it. I love and we're like, yes. Now, do you, do, I wonder if there's any pros that, like, walked around. Now, pros wear shorts, right? And these they still let you do that? Uh, yes. Well, it was cold, yeah. though, right? So maybe yes, but, but, like, DeMarco had shorts on, but Gene, Gene was a professional. I wonder, like, if any, like, pros walked around and, like, people, like, mistake them for amateurs. Like, guys, like, you don't even, like, know of at all. That for sure had to happen because a lot of these guys, so a lot of them, a lot of them looked like normal people. Yeah, but I, I think plus I would think doing, play, that plays in prom generally is like what you say is like that age group, right? Of the same, for sure, group, right? It's like, right? like I would say, yeah, you have to be kind of that age group because hiding your company, kind of, yeah, thing, right? you're, they're not sending I, I would, the new guys really, to am I was really young. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not Cause, young because, like, when I was, I was, I was definitely. Probably 15 years below the average age. Okay, because basically what I think of is in Canada, everyone who plays Canada is basically 20 in their 20s. So like yep. it's pretty obvious when you go, okay, that guy's a am, and that, even if you don't, right. they could be the same golfing ability, but it's like <laughs> that guy's not. There are no 20 olds playing in the pro am. Yeah, right, right. The, the four gray haired white dudes and the kid yeah. with no hat on. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. easy to tell. I wonder who, who it is. Although I probably made it look tougher because they're like, why is this guy like not like. Look like a pro. Who's, who's Tom Farrell? <laughs> That's who. So he was the. So once again, these all go back to corporate stuff. He was the old CEO of Dominion Energy, who brought the tournament here and raised all the money for the charities. And he's apparently so dead because it's a memorial he, thing. He passed away, so they named the pro am after him. That's kind of nice. Um. So two different vibes, though, and this was so the players don't exactly love Phil coming because they know he's going to fucking murder them. And they almost think it's like letting the varsity QB go down and play a JV game and just smoke people because Phil did just win the PGA this year and he hits it 75 yards farther than everybody. It's probably how the rest of the the tour felt when Tiger came out, right? Right. But like the event... Absolutely loves it because 
I mean, A, they had a COVID year, so that, that leads to pent-up demand. But B, like, Phil coming to town is a, a game. It's like a game changer. And you got like, the regular tour in Japan, so no one's going to be watching that because it's in the middle of the night, right? Yep. So it's kind of going to be like your main men's golf thing here. Yep. And, and I think this is cool. And I mean, LD, have you, have you played a tournament course before? In tournament conditions like that? No, but just, a, just as, as he played an actual tournament course where, where you can watch a tour event at. Detroit Golf Club, you ever play there? I've played Detroit Golf Club a bunch of times, but I've never played it. It's set up different when it's the thing. Yeah, but but what I'm trying to get at is like I'm excited to watch this on this weekend. Cause like, oh, I hit it here. I hit it there. Where I they hit it here? You. Yes, absolutely. Like oh, on this hole, holy shit, that putts so fast you can't tell on TV, but that putts ridiculous. Yeah, that is. Yeah, cool. I felt like, like that after when I watched the. Um, the LPGA thing when I caddied yeah. with with Elena and then watched it on TV, it was kind of it yeah. was weird. Yeah, and then like on the par five that I got home in two on, I'm like, go for two, you puss! Like get there, like so. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it was it was a really good experience, and I actually think it's more fun with a good older pro than it would be with a young dude who's grinding. Like if you did it at like a PGA event. And you, being honest, like the big boys aren't out there probably most of the time, I would guess. And if you got a kid who, now I mean, if you Monday qualifier, you automatically they just throw you in the pro am. Like no, you no, 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 you those guys don't have to. They want the names to do the pro ams actually. Do they? Okay, but yeah. but I would think if you got like a younger guy who's who, who literally like, needs to make some money that week, and, yeah, and like doesn't know the course really that well because it's rookie season. Yeah, and like he's just out there. They have to use it as a practice round. Yeah, so I, I just want, I, I just think that being with the champions who are guys might be a little more fun than that. Yeah. I think you don't think, just those guys are probably almost just having fun, really. Yeah, I mean they're like like I would assume most of them are pretty set. Yes. At this and, point I would hope so, yeah. And life is just good. Like they're just out playing golf and kind of with their friends travel around, right? Yeah. Yeah, these yeah. guys are doing it because they want to. They're not grinding anymore. Um, well, what was the I mean, range? Did Gene, you see Gene's made eight million bucks. You know, he's he's good. Yeah. Um, the range, so the range at the facility was awesome. And oh, I so, mean, like, did you see people like hitting on it? Oh yeah, for sure. They were all over there. So that's where the when I sent when I sent you guys the the picture of the of the bucket of balls that said tour on it. You swiped it. Like I right? walked. No. Um, I, I walked. I walked over to him on the range. I, I pull one out and I go to hit, and they're like, "Sir, those are for the professionals only. The yellow range balls are for the amateurs." And then I walked over, but the the good That's part was—that's what you was, should have said. I'm a pro. Do you not see this salt and pepper flowing through my hair? I just turned fifty this week. Do you know who I am? Um. And then, do you know how popular my podcast is? We say, "Do you know who like, I am?" And they say, "No." And now you know how I feel. <laughs> but over by like. And I'm pretty sure my boss snaked these over at the short game areas where he, he had a whole bucket of the tour balls. And he was just, he's got a really good short game. So he was just over there flipping wedges for 20 minutes. And that's where I got the picture of the quote unquote tour balls. But no, all of the, all of the pros were, we were kind of late in the morning wave. And they were all over at the range, like 
hitting balls. And, the ones not in the Pro-Am. No, the ones in the Pro-Am. Because we were out early, so I would think the ones not in the Pro-Am would have been there later on. So they were over there having a normal warm-up session for the Pro-Am. They definitely and probably like, closed the range for, like, during that time period. Yeah. And then, like, when I was putting, like, like me and DeMarco were putting at the same flag on the putting green. So, like, was, the putting was green Rocco was just, there? like, community property. Yeah, Rocco was there. Now, what if you... you See, why I think that if you couldn't get the other guy, it, it would probably be pretty sweet to play with fucking Rocco. Yeah, but that's another guy that all he gets asked about is one thing. I think if you give it, if you you should have said something to Demarco. I like would, put the ball. but what, his isn't as embarrassing as Ames though. His is no, like the greatest more. golf story ever. Yeah, that's true. But I think Demarco, you just drop a ball in the lip and say, "Damn, what if this would have just stopped there instead of fall, falling in?" Right, right, right. Then, then you would have won the Masters. We had one hang on the lip. So we did that. We tried to do the shadow trick, and it didn't yeah. work. But like, how awesome would that have been in front of Demarco? Like, oh, hey, Chris, God. Chris, what's going to go on here? <laughs> But, like, the fact that Stephen Ames still goes out and plays golf and has to play in pro-ams with idiots every week, because like you said, Larry, it comes up every time. Like, there's no way it doesn't. And you know me, like, I'm I'm normally, like, the nice, subtle one. And there's a 0% chance we were going 18 holes without me letting it out. Impossible. See, and then the other thing is, I heard someone say once, they, like, said that about Stephen Ames, they were like, oh, yeah, he's not really, like, that talkative or, or nice guy. And I'm thinking... Well, yeah, probably because he's known for one thing, and it's just getting demolished by one guy. So I wouldn't be that talkative or want to talk either. Right. He's known for the worst moment of his life. I mean, he's the <laughs> Steve oh, Bartman of the PGA Tour. Yeah, I know, right? And the other, he didn't even like do anything that bad. Like, the greatest golfer ever just wanted to kill Dropped you. Dropped a nuke on him, right? Yeah. All, all <laughs> I stand by, the only thing he said was he sprays the ball and I think he said, I feel like I have a chance. He didn't Yeah, I know. He didn't he say didn't like say, I'm gonna, go I'm gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> like what yeah, exactly like you said. I mean said he before. said the same but shit he, the Eastern Michigan coach would say if they were playing Michigan. Yeah. Like you know, they don't throw the ball great. I think we have a chance. What are you gonna say? Just, I shouldn't even show up? Yeah, he, just, he, he just pissed into the wind and the wind got him. <laughs> yeah. Like I was thinking that I'm just gonna have like breakfast and then probably go back to bed because it's pointless for me to even be out here. <laughs> This guy's so good. Yeah, but I feel like if he said that, like Tiger would even be more pissed. Like, what are you trying to say? Like, I should easily win. Like, now I can't. I can't win. Actually, that would probably be the way you get in Tiger's head. <laughs> the only yeah, way. I got no shot. The, Tiger's probably gonna beat me yeah. nine and eight. And then if you take I have one a 0% hole, percent chance. All Tiger's thinking about is, oh my god, this guy's this guy's really got me rattled. I'm just hoping to go out there and push a hole today. <laughs> <laughs> If I can get a couple ties, it'll be a good day, and then we'll move on. My goal is just to see the back. If I can, get, if I can get to ten, you never know what can happen. Yeah, I'm kind was... of hoping he forgets to move his ball back. <laughs> Penalty, my hole. Yeah. I'm going to try to call six or seven ridiculous penalties on him. Oh, I won't. So my one disappointment of the day. Okay, highlight. I hit my shot of the year. I hit a. A seven iron through a window that was about the size of a window in trees to 10 feet. My caddy was like, just punch a five iron low. And I'm like, no, we're going up there. And he didn't even think about going up the angle I went up. And I just said, I'm going to hit it through that tree. And I did, and it worked out perfect. And then my low light of the day was I hit a ball behind a scoreboard. 
and you get a free trial. No, but listen, it was it was it was fluffy, and there was a gap over the scoreboard, and the <laughs> and the green was right on the other side of the scoreboard, and like I'm pumped, like I'm walking up to it, and I'm, and and initially I'm like, oh cool, I'll get relief, and then I saw it, and I'm like. I'm going to fucking hit a flop shot over a scoreboard. So, like, right as I take my second practice swing, Gene's like, hey, bring it over here. Like, you get relief. And I'm like, no, I'm good. He's like, no, bring it over here. And, like, Gene kind of, like, made me do it. And I'm sure I would have fucked up hitting a flop shot over a scoreboard. Uh, you'd have broke the scoreboard. But I was like a little kid in a candy shop. Like, I've never been so excited to hit a golf shot than I was to try to hit a flop shot over a scoreboard. Yeah, you were going to get through that thing right into the scoreboard. See, but this is where, like, I trust I, the flop, though, man. Like, yeah, yeah but see, until you catch it thin. <laughs> see, but this is where I am, like, not a good, wouldn't be a good, I'm not a parent. I wouldn't be a good parent, and I'm not good with kids because I would be over there, like, dropping a ball down myself, like, getting it on video, like, yeah, I'm going to do this with you. Let's go. <laughs> Evan, I was, Evan, I was so excited. I, I know, like, and I would have done the same thing. And, like, Gene's being, like, the smart, doing the smart thing, like, no, you're not doing that. And I'd be over there, like, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> Everybody, everyone in the whole group, let's come over here and hit this. <laughs> well, what I thought, too, I'm like, Gene, you just want me to make a net birdie again for your fucking pro-am check, and I just want to hit this thing over top of the scoreboard. <laughs> like, I know I just hooked that three wood behind the scoreboard, but yeah, I want to hit it over top of the scoreboard. Exactly. Oh, when we were playing up north, uh, we I forget, we were playing. I forget what hole it is, but the tees are elevated, so you kind of pull the golf cart like up up in front of them, and then you walk up and hit. And, and Jimmy Wolver, Wolver, Wolverine number one. It wasn't no, it was Wolverine, but it wasn't number one. I think it was uh, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight. I don't know, but Jimmy hit it. And he, you know, he caught the top of the ball and hit it right through the golf cart into the fairway. Like, <laughs> but the amazing part was like it, it couldn't go through the golf cart and then out the front because it was windy. So we had the thing up. So like he hit it, the golf cart's on an angle. It probably was like a a six inch <laughs> section that it could go through without like destroying the golf cart window. And he and it happened. And I'm like, oh my god, you just hit that through the golf cart. It was, it seemed like it was so not in play that I feel like you would sit in the golf cart and think you were totally safe. That's awesome. (laughs) Like he would have killed someone. Oh, another, another story you don't get on your normal courses. Um, One of the guys we were playing with, he he was a good stick and he goes, all right, you and me shotgun a beer on the loser shotguns a beer on this hole. And he pounds one. So I, put a little extra ass in it and I pull draw it, Larry mm-hmm. down the left hand side, but far. So we're walking up and we're trying to find it. And this nice little lady comes walking over and she goes, I found your ball. I'm like, all right, cool. And she goes, you're not going to like it. And I was oh, like, yeah. okay. So we walk over and so oh. the portage, the portage johns are lined up in an L. So there's like three portage johns and then three portage johns. My ball landed in between the two Porter Johns. So, like, my caddy went to go take a piss. He's like, is that your fucking ball? So my ball was wedged in between the two Porter Johns. So it bounced and rattled around on these hills and just decided to settle in between two Porter Johns. I took my relief at that point. Yeah, that's free relief, right? 
Yeah, that's pretty really. I, I feel like I do need to say this though, and this goes to volunteers at golf tournaments like that. Like, we thank you, we love you, and everything, but like, don't ever use that phrase. Everyone says it. Oh, I found it, but you're not gonna like it. Like, <laughs> just don't say that. Don't say it. Or this is the other one that you can never say. Don't ever say this. I heard it, but I didn't see it. Like, no, don't please. No. Like, we heard it hit the trees from. Right, 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 right. We heard it too. We didn't see it. Like, please don't say that. Don't say those two things. Just don't say it. Yeah, that's why I tell this is uh, bogey golf. That's like that's We're like a do gi- it, and you're not gonna like it. <laughs> that's like a giant fire, and thinking I'll just dump tons of gasoline, and then, yes, I'm gonna go to that reference. Oh, you have a cup? Yeah, onto the fire. Like what? That's not gonna. That, this is gonna cause an explosion. That's just not gonna be good for anybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. It's, you're right. But she was a nice, she was like a nice Southern girl. Well, that's the thing is you can't get mad at her. She didn't mean it. No, if it was was a guy, I'd be like, yeah, you're being a dick. No, you can't say. She was like this nice woman. She didn't mean it. You can't say anything bad to a volunteer worker. Nope. I, I was I was uh, I social pat too to all the volunteers. Like I made sure I thanked every volunteer I saw and chatted them up a little bit. You're like Arnold Palmer Jr. Evan, I can work a room, buddy. <laughs> I can say you couldn't, but that's what Arnold Palmer does. <laughs> Not yeah, anymore. Man, <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so, are, what else we got? Uh just the picks, bro. I will for my my one last thing I make the reference. I played your golf course without you Sunday. It was a very lonely day without you there. I saw EB multiple times. This is the original EB, not the one that introduced himself. Her, her response was awesome. I sent her a text. Hey, I'm coming to play your course. We're teeing off at ten. Are you going to be around? And she's like, teed off at eight. Can't play fifty four if you don't tee off before then. <laughs> So then when we're teeing off, she's coming up nine. And then next thing you know, she's on our ass at like 15. 
So they, they the had already played round? for the second round. So she was she. I think she got her fifty-four in. Oh, for sure. Are we going to talk her shot? No, that that's irrelevant because okay. the first shot was good. She made too big of a deal about it, and she okay. This it was fake news. Fake news. Okay. It was a top, not a miss. It was their yeah. fake news. Um, but when I when we made the turn, I felt like I had to go into the bathroom at the halfway house <laughs> to see like the scene of the crime. <laughs> You were just standing there trying to picture what was occurring. I was, I was analyzing everything that happened. You so you shoved like your underwear. Shame in there. So, so you shoved your underwear down in the hole, like this, the hole where the garbage goes. No, I opened up the front, like the door. You, you, so, so you open the door of it, and then you put the underwear. in Yeah. Because that's what I was trying to visualize. So. <laughs> Because I thought it was going to be like an open garbage can, like one with like a swivel on it, where you just kind of shoved them in there. No. So, like, they fucking fermented. Oh, yeah, they were in there all day for sure. <laughs> and that bathroom is kind of like... Uh, it's tight. It's cozy. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like hot in there, isn't it? And and then also, what crossed my mind is, it's a one-staller. <laughs> so, like, there was a chance that, like, if, someone Oh, if there was somebody in there, I would have had to... I mean... I would have went in the women's, I guess, but I would have just shit. But, but what if someone walked in there during this process? That's what I was thinking about. Like, <laughs> oh, I had, you I had that planned out. You weren't, like, turning an order. Like, you randomly just darted across the course. So there's a normal group of adults making the turn here at some point who don't shit their pants. Right. No, I who may, so have had to, who may have had to pee. Here's what I did, Pat, is I had the underwear off, you know. I... <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Had the pants back on. I left the underwear in the stall, and I went and grabbed a bunch of paper towels. And then I wrapped the underwear in paper towels, and then came back out and well, and then figured out how the thing opens, and then, and then walked back out. So it looked like I just had a bunch of paper towels because so, I was worried about somebody coming in. Because I thought for sure that you just came out with like a shit bell of underwear wrapped in paper towel and then like dunked it in the hole like Shaq. I should have. Should have just left him on the floor. We have people for this. <laughs> I, I will say this though. I will give you this credit. At least like when you were in your circumstance, you actually, you may have made a few mistakes, but you had some planning and some decent thought that went into it. My thing was just so dumb every step. Well, I just like to say that. Wrong. For me, when when panic sets in, I'm at my calmest. You know, I wasn't even panicking. That's why I'd be a great surgeon because yeah, Evan, Evan was way too calm. Yeah, I was, there was nothing I wasn't wrong. Panicking. I was just doing. Every, I was thinking about it and getting it all wrong. This makes it worse. He was thinking about that 700 bucks in his pocket that had to be in the bank within an hour or became invalid. That whole time you're used to owning uh, Dogecoin and shit, where the money all just goes yeah, away. You got to move so fast. Yeah. I got to get this cash in before what, they don't accept it. Before anymore. it's when not I, worth seven hundred dollars anymore. When I pulled that styrofoam cup out, that was not like, oh shit, I need to run and get the styrofoam cup. That was like, 
oh, this is just perfect. I don't, need to waste, I don't need to waste my money on that gas can. I got a free one right here. I've revolutionized the entire gas industry. They're going to make takeaway trucks out of styrofoam from now on. Why haven't people thought about this before? Think of all so the weight shit. they're going to save. All right. Play the music, buddy, and we won't be able to hear it. We, well, holy shit, we can hear it. Are you a betting Shut man? up. On a warm summer's evening. Are and you serious? Yes. Met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. What part's it on right now? Until it turns a staring. It's a lock, Larry. Jesus, you can't hear it. The boredom overtook us. And he began to speak. When you all book you a lot of money, I've made a life. Close off one of your toes. People's faces. Knowing what the cards were. Especially when he's going to kill me in four days anyway. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of aces. All right, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. The picks. Take it away, Uncle Pat. All right, boys. I have not had the chance to update our picks from last week. I've been I've been busy playing in pro ams and stuff like that, so I'm trying to pull them up now. But I'm having technical difficulties. So, Mister Bowser, have you I, done your research on your picks for the week? I have, and just for the record, I believe I was one for three last week with the uh, burning top five. Nice. And the uh, Sung J top five missed barely. I never thought I would see a day when 20 under wouldn't even get you a top five, but that's what the case was in Vegas last week with the perfect weather. Yeah, Sung J was sixth, right? Yeah. I think I, did I have him top 10 or did I have him top five? I think you had top 10. I think so too. I think I won two. So, so I'll, I, I'm I'll update th- those and this week's picks next week. So okay. I'm going to throw this out there just really quick as a side note, not really the bets. We're recording live right now, 10.30 Wednesday night. We got PGA Tour Golf live in Japan. I'm, ex- I'm excited to stop recording and go watch it. Yeah. I don't think it's on TV, actually. I don't think you get to watch it. It of might be on not. TV. It's not the final round. <laughs> yeah, what makes you think they're going to show the first round? They're going to show the final round. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we have made a pact that we're going to do only Champions Tour. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Sure. Champions Tour only thanks to Uncle Pat's Pro-Am special, so we're all focused on the Dominion. So I'm going to go my first bet, one unit, and the winner last week, Lee Jansen, top 10, plus 475. He's hot. Yeah, why not? Winners just roll with the winner. LD, what do we got? All right, so my long shot is uh, Colin Montgomery. At uh, plus 700 to top 10. My long shot. My main man, Gene, at plus 700 to top 10. Gene is going to do it. You are the difference for him. I am, and he's going to give me a shot out on one of the putts. Perfect. Evan, what do we got? All right. I think, my- I, okay, I think that all of our locks going to be the same, right? Well, I yes. think my, is it my plus two twenty five? Yeah. yeah. My, well, actually, this is that's my second bet. That's going to be my second bet. So we're going to go plus two twenty. How is this even possible? By the way, how is Phil the top ten minus five hundred? Well, there's only seventy guys, right? I guess him to top five is minus something. 
Yeah, but I got plus two twenty five for the win. Is that what you got too? Yeah. But I, I don't. I, how is this not like even money? Honestly, this. I, I feel like if you don't make this bet, like I'm the worst better on this show by far. I'm probably the worst better in real life. Anything I say to you guys in text, it's always wrong. Yep. That's why I wish you wouldn't have said this because I know this sounds dumb, but I want to put like a grand on it. I mean, he has won three out of four times. Like, he might not win, but the odds don't make sense. I don't get how it's not better. So we talked like, about this. We talked about this before we were recording. Like, I had a good driver day today, and they were probably teeing off 20 yards behind us. And Phil can obviously take asinine angles and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't want to call it a pitch and putt for him, but he's playing a different golf course than everybody else's. Pound and gouge, baby. Pound and gouge. Okay, and then the other thing to think about is he hits it really long. And what's, like, one of the best parts of his game? Uh, like, is. Yeah, so, like, it's not like what he's going to be hit. Like, I just don't get how this is only plus 225. And the the one thing that protects this course that I learned of, but, I mean, I guess for the, these guys who are used to it all the time, is the electric greens. But it's not like Phil's a shitty putter. Yeah. So... So just for the so spoiler alert, Phil plus two twenty five to win is my lock at three units. <laughs> yeah, and that, I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go. Well, I was gonna go two. I'll go three too. I'll go three as well. And just for the just for the odds to kind of know, Jim Furyk is second at plus eight hundred. Jimenez plus one thousand. Longer plus twelve hundred. Those are the only guys that can beat him. Kind of your top four, don't you think? Bernie the only four that can beat him. No, I think when you give up Bernie, I like the guy Bernie's a lot. Bernie's all I, jacked up on ice cream bars. Bernie's hitting five when Phil's hitting pitching wedge. Yeah, I mean, when you're giving up that much distance, I mean. Do we remember what it, Bernie did to uh, the only thing that. He hits the ball a lot farther than Phil. Spectrum. Okay, that was one crazy golf course. Yes, I love the course, but that's one very golf course. When Bernie was just sticking five woods from 230 on par fours. I, I just, I mean, the only thing that I think is like somewhat of a drawback is it's a three round tournament. So I think, you know, that might hurt Phil a little bit. Cause obviously the more rounds he plays against these guys, the more he's going to separate himself. I, I just don't see how this doesn't happen. I don't know. It, I think it has to. LD, we're, we're, are, so that Do you was want my, me to get my next one? Okay, so my my that, second pick. That's my middle bet, though, yeah. All right, so my my middle bet is Bernie minus 125 to beat Alex Cheka. Okay. I forgot Two all Ger- about Alex Cheka. Two Germans. You should have just bet top Germany. Did we give up when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> All right, LD, what do you got? So I got, and I'm only taking this because he's a fellow pants shitter. Uh, I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking Dicky Pride to top ten at plus six hundred. <laughs> and I promise you, on my life, that was coming up. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, that had to, hey, Dicky. My buddy pulled a Dickie Pride the other day. He was like, what's a Dickie Pride? He shit his pants on a golf course. 
A Tuscaloosa right, Evan, miracle, if, that's what we call it. Evan, what's the lock that's more of a lock than Phil to win? Bernie top five. That's a lock. Plus 200. It's that's amazing that we're sitting here before the tournament starts and we're going, this guy has to win and this guy has the top five. But I feel like it's pretty true. So do we need to develop a niche as Champions Tour gamblers? I still think I will be putting some uh, shekels on. Uh, I, on I do think now. though, like on these these main tours, like the main PJ tour. Then when you go to like football, like when you bet on like Michigan versus Michigan State, they have people like getting those point spreads just right. I think when you go to all these like lower levels, I don't think they have the amount of like resources to like properly handicap this stuff. And I think you could find steals in here. And I think this is one. What about Phil? We said that at the beginning of the Phil? year. For what about PGA Phil Tour? the lead after the first round, plus 500? I was shocked about that, but I could see somebody, like, beating him after day one. And then he just gets mad and tries the next day? I mean, every, everybody it's in the field is still worth good. putting 10 bucks on. Yeah, but everybody in the field is good enough to shoot 164. Right. But nobody's probably good enough to shoot at three straight days. Is then going to shoot at a 60? Yeah, but it doesn't have to be the first day. Well, you said first-round leader, though. Yeah, first-round leader plus five. Well, I'm saying the other guys, though. Somebody might shoot a 64, but I still think the I chances think- of Phil shooting a 64 on day one is better than anyone else shooting one. Well, I'll say this. If Phil's leading after day one, it's, o- it's over. There's no chance he's not winning. If I put ten on that, what do I win? Five hundred bucks? No. Fifty bucks? <laughs> Depends on what time zone you're in. Five thousand dollars? No, if, if they, you're, in, if if you're they, in Oakland County, you win seventy four dollars. If you're in Wayne, you win sixty eight. Now, if you could bet ten on his first round lead to win five hundred, I would tell you to do that bet every single day. My main man Gene, if I if I put ten on Gene the lead after the first day, I would win six fifty. Gino, that's coming too. The, the algorithm on the sports book seems like, why in the fuck is Gene Sowers getting all this betting activity? What do they know? <laughs> the sharps are all over Gene Sowers. <laughs> what if it comes out in an article that I move the line on Gene Sowers by betting on <laughs> We haven't had a bet on Gene Sowers since the 86 Masters. He, did so finish, he, he finished second in 92 PGA. All right, so Pat, where was that played at, Evan? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't, I don't know about ninety-two PGA. I, mean, I would probably guess Southern Hills. I wasn't um, even born yet. <laughs> um, so if you had to predict right now, what is the lowest score by anybody this week? Phil is Phil is shooting a sixty. Really, you think he's gonna? It's gonna be like that for him. Like I think, and I'm not saying this like that the golf course is easy, but. Like he's that good? No, but if I had to guess, he's playing from like sixty-seven hundred yards. He's gonna. He could shoot a sixty, but he's playing a par sixty-two. Yeah, I mean, Evan, think about this. I'm a I'm a normal human being, and I got home. I got home on a par five and pin high on a par five. And he's only playing a little further back than that. And, and let's say on those par fives, even if he's forty yards behind me, he hits it a hundred yards farther than I do. Yeah, so he's sixty yards less into the green. 
Yeah, and then if I if I smoke a three wood two forty, he probably hits that new turbo hybrid like two seventy. So two forty, he's probably hitting an iron. Right. The only thing, the only thing that it, it concerns me is his accuracy off the tee. He's not going to be in the fairway all day, and I get he's close. Yeah, but you heard the, the rough did not it. sound punishing. I know, and well, I no, said it well, no, it's, it does. It does nestle down though. So, like, I guess. Yeah, but if you're I'm not trying, used to that kind of grass, like. But I'm, I'm, yeah, but here's the thing: I'm trying to tell myself ways right now how he couldn't win. But I've said a million times, distance is everything. It doesn't even matter where you hit it. So why? I, obviously. Yeah, I just... And what's weird is I think this place is going to be fucking rocking just by the turnouts for the Pro-Am and the Pro-Am and party. more Phil. That's better they, for Phil. It's like rock star Phil. Like, the yeah. fucking thumbs up are going to be... Fun. Like, it's going to be like Kiwa. Like, he's going to be fucking thumbs up and high-fiving. And, and I know it's... I know to Phil it doesn't matter, but it is 300 grand. Like, that's like finishing third on, at a tour event. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just he wants to just win. Though. He also it would be four out of five, which you know, if you can say you win eighty percent of your starts, that's pretty damn good. I think it'd be pretty cool. Also, if he could, I, I assume if he wins this one, he'll is he leading the money list? No, no. But if he, is if he wins this, will he take over? We're, we're no, not sure. Bernie's no. over two million. Phil's like a million, I think. Yeah, but he's probably thinking if I win the next couple, like I could win the. When the when the the whole thing in yeah. like six events, yeah, that's what I mean. So like, and that's not even about the money to say like, I do think there's something to saying like I was the best. I was basically the player of the year, right? In six events, yeah. So I mean, I think that he that stuff matters to him. I don't think you know he's necessarily. I don't. I just think that's big to him. I do think Phil's it's only cool, at, though. Phil's two million under Bernie. Uh, yeah, you. You damn well know he's going to say it. It's something Tiger doesn't have, right? right. Well, and I, I just until think he turns cool fifty. That... Yeah, but right now he's not fifty, so it's something Tiger doesn't have. And Tiger won't play it. Tiger won't do it unless there's a Perkins nearby. Um, <laughs> I just think it's cool that Phil is going to draw a bunch of people to this event. So you know, always know, like when you go to an event, you feel more of a little connection to it. You want it to do well, and you want. It could be good for the community and all that stuff, and I just hope that this place gets packed and and that it's just it's the golf will be back to this area and Phil just Phil just brings a whole other level. Yeah, it's always good with uh... like even though you hated him for Detroit, he probably sold no, tens of thousands. I hated of him for being a a douche. I hope he comes back and plays again. I agree with Lyra, and then we were, well, we already talked about it, but just begging people, yeah, that was kind of yeah, yeah. But, but I, I do, I, I do think him showing up had an impact on people turning up. But see, mm-hmm. the thing is, Larry, Larry, I agree with you that it was kind of bad. But I almost feel like, in a way, like that makes people, the average person, likes Phil more. Like, oh yeah, Phil, I love you. Like, yeah, please come back. Like, we'll do anything to get you back. And then it's like they just like him more. Yeah, I'm sure that's how people feel. People are stupid. <laughs> My God. Not our listeners, though. We have the best listeners. Our listeners proven. didn't feel that way. As proven by tonight. We don't have our, Metro Detroit, Detroit golfers, uh, listeners. Those cocksuckers. <laughs> that was necessary. Had to mention the rival, right? Yeah. It's not a rivalry. 
it's like Michigan Ohio State. It's like yeah, uh-huh. it's like the Bulls and Knicks. It's it might be a rivalry for them, but not even on my level. All right, guys, great show, awesome show. Uh, make sure you give us that five star review wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Bogey Golf Pod, Twitter at Bogey Golf Pod, and Facebook. Fuck, Nick, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa, Twitter. Uh, at Bogey Golf Pod, Facebook, the Bogey Golf Podcast. Uh, thanks again to our, our friend Craig for uh, coming on the show and for getting me my sweet, sweet CJ Logistics hat. You guys have anything I appreciate, else? I'm we appreciate like, you listing all the COVID commercials. I'm kind of like pumped to watch PJ Tour Champions. I don't think I've ever said that before. Let's go. Cool. I think we all said it when Phil first played on it. Yeah, but that's just because of this show. I'm like, damn, it's kind of like, I want to see like what's going on here. You're just excited about like becoming like a club pro for like 20 years and then going out and making $8 million <laughs> on the Champions Tour in 20 years. That's right. That's exactly right. It's, it's giving you hope to your golf career. You're like, well, <laughs> shit, if I can't make it now, like when I'm 50, I'll be, I'll be money. Exactly. Evan's the only guy, too, though. He could make $8 million bucks. He'd still live in the same apartment and fill gas into a, a styrofoam cup and still run out of it driving the Focus. Save the two bucks, yeah. Like his That's life would not change at all. He, I feel like he'd be like, uh, like Happy Gilmore too, where he'd just have the big checks in the back of the car, but they'd never get cashed. <laughs> That's me. I, I, I get thirty-five miles a gallon in this hog. <laughs> all right, peace out, everybody. Take care. Good, night. Good day. Have a wonderful day. TTFN. Hot off for now. Bye bye. I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye-bye. Okay, lady. I love you. Bye-bye. That's all, folks. Live long and prosper. Toodaloo. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao. Ding dong day. Bye-bye. This concludes our broadcast day. Bye, boy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.